Welcome to the Crohn Zone. My name is Annie Conboy and I'm a medium and psychic. The next series of the Crohn Zone starts in January, but I've been inspired by my guides to speak today about 2020 as we head into uh, the Christian Christmas Day we are completing a series of festivals of light this is a time of the year when the shortest day occurs and then the light starts to return once more and at this time many faiths many belief systems celebrate the light. I feel it's important this year that we acknowledge how the challenge of this year has been a part of remembering the light and living a hopeful life in difficult times. It never surprises me really the way that my guides and inspirers like to communicate with me, especially through film and through uh, movies that I particularly like. And this week I've had the opportunity to watch two of my favourites. The first one is Polar Express, all about a journey to the North Pole and the adventures that a little boy and girl have on the way and how friendships are formed and expectations are met even through some scary adventures and at the end the little boy is given a wonderful piece of um, blessing I suppose you could call it because on his ticket the guard punches the word believe. You see, this little boy had almost stopped believing in the wonder of Santa Claus. For me, this film is a wonderful metaphor about our own journey. He's given a Christmas bell that he can hear and children who believe can hear, but somehow by the time we become adult, we've stopped hearing that Christmas jingle. Except that he kept his belief and he kept hearing the noise of the bell. 2020 has been a bit like that. Many of us have been thrown back to our inner resources, to having to look at what we believe in and to stand strong and hopeful when our belief systems have crumbled. We've had to deal with death on a larger scale than perhaps some of us ever really anticipate. We've been forced to look at what we believe about community, about love, about helping one another. And we've been tested in the most direct ways imaginable 
to see if we can help one another, to see if we can share that human spark of believing in a better future for all, believing that the best will come out of this, believing that our loved ones who are leaving us are leaving us to go back to a life of love, forgiveness, gratitude and returning the service that they've had in this life. And that's quite hard. It's quite hard to walk through. And here I think about one of my favourite Psalms, the valley of the shadow of death. And come through the other side and understand the cycle of life. But that's what this winter solstice, these winter light festivals remind us. Because for every person lost to the other side of life, we gain a new life. We gain the children who are coming in, the spirit beings who are ready to come and join us to have their share of life. And even in the most gloomy moments, the good news is there about birth and death and the cycle of life that it's never-ending and eternal. And it's up to us to focus on living as good a life as we can in those times when it's harder. Not just living for ourselves, but living for everyone. Removing our focus from the material and turning into that inner voice, that inner connection, the something divine or other that we recognise. Even if our belief is that that recognition of an inner spark is our own individual light, keeping ourselves going through the darkness. And it brings me to the second of the movies that I watched probably my most favourite movie of the Christmas time because again it reinforces the understanding the deep spiritual understanding that every single person matters and every single person has a positive impact whether we know it or not and when life blocks is in one direction another path opens up that can bring us so much more joy than we might otherwise realise. Of course, the movie I'm talking about is It's a Wonderful Life. And I watched it with my daughter this afternoon and we marvelled at the profound message in that film sent to us as a reminder by our guides. There is the character of George Bailey, so set upon by fears and worries and adverse circumstances that he brings himself to a point of saying, I no longer am worth anything to anybody. And he's about to commit suicide. And in comes an angel. Because what George doesn't realise is just how many people 
how many lives he's touched and the appreciation and the recognition they have for him in their lives, knowing that without him, it would have been a very different path. So in comes the angel, <laughs> lovely Clarence. <laughs> angel second class because he hasn't yet got his wings. He's here to help George to see the merit that he's already given in his life. And he does this very simply by taking him out, writing him out of the drama of life as if he never existed. And of course, all of the heroic, all of the generous, all of the compassionate deeds that George did in his life disappear too. And George gets to experience what his neighborhood, his community would be like because he wasn't there with his particular abilities and vision and resistance to the kind of influence that takes people on the wrong track. He really does grapple with a Scrooge-like figure and he comes to recognise that above all else, he has his family. His family are his, his real, real gifts. They're his treasure. Not money, not material things. His treasure is in his loved ones. And again, I bring myself back to this wonderful festival of light that we're all going to be celebrating or may have already celebrated in our own ways. It is about family. But in a difficult time, we can't be together with our family. We're separated physically, most likely. But importantly, we're not completely separate. We have ways, we have the technology to be in touch with one another. And if we can't be with our family, we can look to those around us to share the celebration with them. I have been blessed with some beautiful neighbours and we've all said hello to each other today and taken the opportunity to check in and ask how Christmas Day is going to go, ask how the celebrations are going to be. And we've all found the positive in that, that whatever has to be done is being done to make those arrangements work for the families involved. So although I will miss my family this year, I know that they are only a social media distance away from me. I know that I can still send them cards and wish them well. I know that they are doing the same for me. And it's important to recognise that for every single person, there is that wonderful ripple like there is in George Bailey's life. There is that ripple effect that goes beyond family and into friendships and into being able to light the day 
or the season for someone else. That's what we were doing as neighbours, lighting the way. Because some of us may have time on our own at this particular festival. Some of us may be used to that. I certainly am. I've had plenty of Christmases in my life where for one reason or another I couldn't necessarily be with family or friends and it's to remember that that I feel the film It's a Wonderful Life makes a really important point. Our friends become our family, our neighbours become our family. We are a community if we take the moment to acknowledge each other. It begins with a smile, with a kind gesture, with a how are you? And those ripples that we create can totally change someone else's life. At first, I struggled to get used to a Christmas day on my own. It, it seemed strange and it seemed odd and it didn't seem like what I'd always done. <clears throat> it wasn't the pattern I was used to. But that faded because people helped me through it. I got phone calls or I got someone reaching out to me um, or I would be opening beautiful gifts that people had thought about me and they'd, they'd given me in advance. And... That's the thing that we can do, is give the gift of connection, be it a card, uh, a little box of chocolates, and somebody in my little circle's got some hand cream because I felt it was what she might appreciate. And <clears throat> there's so many things that we can do that lift the life of others and remind them that the light returns. And although 2020 has asked much of us, we will get through it. Look how far we have already come. We started really in February and March on this journey. And look how far we have succeeded in being together as communities to share the sorrow of the loved ones who have lost to share the joy of loved ones who have had new family members. To share the closeness of learning how to Zoom <laughs> and use new technology. To, to form our groups and to get together. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because this year has been much more <laughs> than ever before that I've been busy in groups uh, zooming like crazy and it's allowed me to expand and to encourage people through my art classes to also find an intuitive path through all of this. So the thing that Clarence reminded George Bailey about was that when you are struggling, the help is always there. Be it from the people here on earth around you or 
from your loved ones in spirit and your own guides and inspirers. There is help there. There is support. What we are learning is the difficult task of asking for and accepting that loving support because our sense of community, our belief in community has been eroded. That's been very clear this year. Not everyone shares the belief that we are all united as a community, a global community. And there have been things that have made me throw up my hands in despair about the way that humans sometimes act towards one another. But ever, every time that's happened, my guides have reminded me that underneath it all, behind all of this front, are people who are grappling with the same issues. People who are having to find a new way who are having to rely on each other and that if we open our hearts and help them to rely on us as we can rely on them, if we show them the way and bring them the light through our loving kindness, then we can make this a very different year. When I reflect on 2020 what's clear to me is that it's been a, an excellent year for me yes I've had to give up going out and meeting my friends for coffee or lunch yes I can't get in my car and go where I want to go when I want to go I haven't been able to get to my beloved Scotland as often as I would like to there have been days when I felt really gloomy and somewhat depressed. And especially as I have a business, sometimes wondering, is it worth it? But these are little blips. These are not what I'll remember from 2020. What I will remember is how many wonderful George Baileys there are in my life. How many people with that beautiful trusting belief that we can hear those magical bells together that have not been truly on my own. That around me is a strong and vibrant caring set of human beings. People who wouldn't realise they were George Bailey's to me in their gifts of kindness, but people who, had they never existed, would have impacted on my life dramatically. Without those people, I would not have made it as lightly through this year. It helped me to retreat into myself, to weigh up what was inside of me and to bring forward what I hope is the best of me in order to be my own George Bailey. 
I won't know, of course, <clears throat> until I go back, whether that was successful or not. But I do know that the beautiful gifts of this year have made my life take a different path. I've had some wonderful time with my daughter. I've had some wonderful time with my family. Some wonderful time with my developing students, with my art classes, with everyone who's wanted to make a difference and heal the world. So that is precious to me. That is the excellence of 2020. That when we were tested, when our material world became restricted, there were enough of us believing and trusting and hoping to make sure that we continued to be the George Baileys of life, recognising what was most important, making what sacrifices were necessary to protect what was most important and being willing to share that spirit of belief to anyone who would listen. 2020 is the year I started the Crone Zone. It's something that had been a project for <laughs> several years, but it seems fitting that it came into the light this year alongside and to complement my letters from the light side my weekly broadcast where the spirits and guides speak through me. The Crone Zone has been about discussing these spiritual things, observing my life as we have been through these challenges and trying to distill some of that information and encouragement into the information that I put out. I'm on my journey back into the darkness. That's my age. It's going to happen. I don't feel it'll happen for a while yet. But I can see the cycle of life. And I'll be going to a different kind of light. So I'm not frightened. Because as we face these challenges, we grow and evolve. Humanity becomes a stronger, united force. We have some way to go, I know. And I might not see the end result of this, but somewhere, my children's 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 children may. So remember, we've all been tested this year in ways we could never imagine. Just like the boy on the Polar Express, having to face our fears, having to deal with getting through the tough periods and having to recognise loss 
can come at any moment for anybody, for any family, for any community. But that is the cycle of life. And our legacy is to be the George Baileys in life. So that even after we're gone, people will remember our light, our kindness, our compassion, our love. I can't think of any better legacy to have. And I know that working with my guides, that is the hope for my future, that there's a legacy of light shining brightly for others to find and to get some support and encouragement from and to remember we are stronger than we ever imagine. We can cope with so much more than we ever realise. And we can live connected, loving, community-based lives for each other. Because what matters is those we hold dear in our hearts they hold us in theirs. Thank you for listening.